Amen. I want to say good morning to our congregation. I want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. And at this time, I'm going to ask you to get your Bibles, your pens, your pads, your phone, your iPad with the Bible on it. Amen. 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 As we get ready to go into the word of the Lord. Um, thank you, Jesus. If you're going to label um, your journal, if you're keeping a journal, taking notes for our SoundCloud listeners and for the SoundCloud message, we're going to be talking about angels this morning. Uh, and it's coming still up under the category of the apothecy. Um, so, but we are going to label it angels. Amen? Amen. Amen. So what we want to look at first is, again, we're talking about the apothecy. It is called the falling away. Um, it is one of the signs of the end time. Amen. And we just want to be reminded, as Jude said, he says, this is just a reminder that this falling away has been taking place ever since the book of Genesis. And as we get further and further into the end times, you will see more of it. And so Jude says, I want to remind you because I don't want you to fall away. I want you to hold to the course. I want you to hold steady to the word of Jesus Christ, to the name of Jesus Christ, um, to pleading the blood and, and reading the word and, and uh, stirring up your prayer language. He says, I want you to hold steady. He says, as everybody else is turning their back and abandoning the faith, abandoning the word of God, just going on. They were once in God's word. They were once in God's house, and they have left, and they say they're having a good time, but Jude said they're really not. Amen? Amen. So that's what we're talking about, but we're going to be talking about angels. So in the book of Jude, we started with Jude chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. We talked about three examples of apothecy that were in the Old Testament. And the first one was the unbelieving Israelites. And we did talk about the angels that sinned. And we're just going to kind of go back over that. And then we're going to move on into uh, further into the message. Amen. So go to Jude. Amen. Amen. And I just say chapter 1. <laughs> okay. And we're going to read verse 6. And it says, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Now, in the book of Job, Job also speaks of how the Lord is going to cleanse the heavens and how even his angels, there were some that were not clean, amen, because they decided to go in the great rebellion with Satan, amen. So the first group of angels that we look at is in Jude chapter 1, verse 6. They did not keep the domain that was assigned to them. They abandoned their abode, and they are now restrained in everlasting chains under darkness for their final judgment. But their rebellion is called the apothecy. 
And then we have the second um, apostasy of angels. It is when Lucifer fell and involved a host of other angelical beings in his rebellion. These fallen angels are not bound at this present time. The devil and his demons are promoting war against the Lord and his people. And the Bible says in Revelation 12, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and their testimony. So we better make sure that we stay under the blood of Jesus Christ and we keep our testimony from the word of God. Amen. What is our testimony? We saved. We're Christians. We've been washed in the blood of the lamb. We don't intend to turn around. Testimony is great is he that's within us than he that is in this world. Testimony is Jesus is a keeper. And I'm going to allow him to keep me by his spirit. Amen? Amen. All right. So let's lay out some, some groundwork here. All righty. We're done with that. We want to lay out some groundwork. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. We just want to share this. All right. All right. So, first of all, the angels are innumerable in number. They are mighty in power, but not almighty. Okay? They're mighty, but they're not almighty. Amen? Amen. They excel in strength. One angel destroyed 185,000 of the Assyrian army in a night. An angel, one angel, rolled away the stone from the tomb of Christ. And one angel shall bind Satan and cast him into the bottomless pit. They are glorious beings and have great knowledge, but they are not omniscient. So basically, they are up under God. They're not God. They have great strength, great knowledge. They're glorious. They have, uh, but they're not omniscient. Omniscient means knowing all. Only God knows all. The angels are ministering spirits to them who are heirs of salvation. And they are executioners of God's wrath on the wicked. Okay? They will gather the elect of Israel from the four corners of the earth, and they are commissioned to supply the physical needs of God's people. Now, what we're going to see in this today is because a lot of times people get in a place when they become Christians and they begin to think that they are in control of the angels. They can tell the angels what to do. So, and for a long time, I used to think, okay, you know, I didn't know, so all right. But in this study, you will see that that is not correct. It is quite the opposite, amen? Uh, sometimes people get into a place of worshiping angels. That is incorrect, amen? Uh, people feel like angels at their command will protect them. That is, that's far from the truth. So in the, in the, in the service today, we're going to see exactly who gives the command, who they obey, and who we should be serving. Amen? Amen. So what we want to do is, I'm going to go, I, I used to, I, well, the Lord has given me this information, so he's allowed me to put some things together. So what we're going to do is, we're going to go to, to the book of Hebrews, and we're going to show you the picture. Amen? Amen? All right. 
First of all, you've been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. You are saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. All right? You're in the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Colossians says we have been uh, delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, and you got to keep that in mind while we're going through this. We're in the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen? So, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, we're going to start reading at the 18th verse, and we're giving you some examples of some things. It says, For ye are not come unto the mount that might be touched, and that burned with fire, nor unto blackness and darkness and temperance, and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words, which voice they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that even Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. Okay? Now, this as you know, is in the book of Exodus when the Lord had commanded Moses to bring the people out to Mount Sinai to meet with him. And so when the Lord came to Mount Sinai, the Bible says in Exodus that the whole mountain was on a smoke that was thundering, that was lightning, they were blowing trumpets, the people were trembling. They said God came down on the mountain. Uh, they couldn't touch the mountain. But I want you to see the picture of where we are this morning. Amen? We're not at Mount Sinai. This is where we are. Verse 22. Okay? Hebrews 12, 22. We're talking about angels. It says, but ye are come unto Mount Zion. Somebody say that. So we're at Mount Zion. We're at Mount Zion. So we're a part of Mount Zion. Not Mount Sinai. <laughs> no. And unto the city... I want you to see this, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. Now, you know there are two Jerusalems. There is the Jerusalem that is over in the east, but there is also the heavenly Jerusalem. Now, you and I are part of both of them, but we're most so a part of the heavenly Jerusalem because that is going to be our home in the end. Amen. So there is a heavenly Jerusalem. This is where Jesus told us, he says, uh, let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. Uh, he says, um, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. So this is what's being worked on even now, the heavenly Jerusalem, okay? But look at this. He says, but you will come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. So angels are a part of this family. Oh, my God. Angels are a part of, uh, we are part of God's family, and angels are a part of God's family. Amen? So we're in that family with the angels. It says, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Is that in your Bible? Amen. So we are in the kingdom with the angels. That's amazing. 
That's amazing. Now, let me show you what Christ has done, okay? Put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Jesus Christ, and angels are with us. Woo! That's awesome. Hallelujah. Okay, what has Christ done? Go to Colossians chapter 1. This is going to get good. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, and it lets us know who had delivered us from the power of darkness. Say, this is what Jesus did for me. Say, I am delivered from the power of darkness. Okay, and it says, and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We're in the kingdom of the son of God, and there are angels in that kingdom. And that word translated means transferred. So he transferred you from the kingdom of darkness, the power of darkness, and he transferred you into, glory to God, his kingdom with all the angels, God and Jesus. Amen? Amen. They're all there. They're all there. And I don't know if you've ever got a uh, transfer in school. It means you literally move from one room to the other. Amen. So a change really has taken place in the believer's life. We just got accepted. Amen? Amen? All right. Now, would you please go? Thank you, Jesus. To Hebrews chapter 1. We're talking about the angels because they have a place in the kingdom. Okay, Hebrews chapter 1. Okay, and we're going to start reading at verse 4. Okay, because what? Christ is superior to the angels. It, the angels didn't deliver us from sin. The angels didn't die on the cross. Okay, Jesus did. Amen? Amen. So it says in verse 4, being made so much better than the angels, as he, talking about Jesus Christ, hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, thou art my what? Son. God never told the angels that they were his. Watch this. There, there is something about this. He never told the angels, you are my son with a capital S. They are the sons of God with a little s. Not a cap. Only Jesus is equal to God. Amen. Not the angels. Amen. He says, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he said, and he said, let all the angels of God do what? Worship, worship who? Jesus you got people with angels in their home, people with angels, and they worship on them. No, no, no. That's going to have to stop. That's going to have to stop. He, God, God told, he says, and let all the angels of who? Who, who do the angels belong to? God. He says, let all the angels of God worship him, worship Jesus. And of the angels, he said, who make it his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. Do you see that? Amen. So the angels are actually spirits. But they can take on a human form. They can, trans they can transform into a human being when necessary. 
Well, that should not be strange to us because God himself was incarnated, incarnated. He became flesh, Jesus Christ, and dwelt among us. So when he created the angels, he gave them the same ability. Why did he do that? Because they are supposed to be helping God. Hello? They're helpers of God. We don't worship angels. Look at your neighbor and say, please. please. Do, not Do not worship, worship. Angels. angels. Verse 8, it says, but unto the Son, who is Jesus Christ, he said, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, had anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning, has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thine hands. We're in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 11. He says, the heavens, they shall perish, but thou remainest, and they all shall wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? He didn't tell them that, did he? Nope. He told his son that. Amen? Amen. And then it goes on to say in verse 14, are they not all ministering what? Angels or spirits. Come on, good spirits. Amen? Amen. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Somebody say Christ Christ is superior superior to to the angels. Go to Psalms 103. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 103. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 103. Would you please go to verse 20? And it says, bless the Lord, ye his angels. Who do they belong to? Who do angels belong to? Thank you. He says, bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments. Uh Uh-oh, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Okay, hold that right there. There's a key in there. I command you, angel, to go do da-da-da-da-da. I command you, angel. No, 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 no. The word of God says they hearken to the voice of his word, and that his should have been a capital H. They hearken unto the voice of God's word. They work for God. He created them. He gave them life. Come on. Mm-hmm. You say, well, if God created the angels high in the world, because Lucifer, Satan, that old dragon, that old serpent, he used to be a beautiful angel. He used to be a guardian of God's throne. So what happened? Did God make a mistake? Did God create evil? No, he did not. When God created the angels, he gave them the power of choice. Not to choose, hold up, not to choose between good and evil, but to choose their will 
or God's will. Okay, they were given the power of choice. We were given a free will. They were given the power of choice. We were given a free will. Okay, they have the power to either say, I will do the bidding of the Lord. I'm going to do my own thing. So what Satan did, he got in pride and jealousy against God, and he decided to do his own thing. And he also accumulated a vast number of angels, not all of them, and they got on his side, and God kicked them all out of heaven because he's still God. It's gonna, it's, it only takes one. You saw where it took one angel to destroy 185,000 Assyrians. The devil nor the angels are powerful than God. They can't overthrow God. They can't overthrow heaven. Huh? No. So God kicked them out. And that's where you find it in Revelation about the great rebellion, where he and his angels were cast to the um, first, second, second heaven. And that's where they roam. But the angels that are reserved in darkness and chains until their judgment, those are the angels that were in Noah's day that took upon themselves. They came, they were humans, and they began to desire women. They had a choice. They could either stay in their place. Read it. It says they left their own habitation. They could have stayed in their place. Hello. Or they could have disobeyed God and, and crossed the line. And they did. And it was an abomination to God. So he didn't, he didn't let them roam around. Because he don't intend for no more giants to be in the earth. He don't intend for no more angels to sleep with no more women. So if you have dreams where people are coming to you and wanting to have sex with you in your dreams, you better rebuke that mess because that's, that's not an angel, that's a demon. You better rebuke that mess. You having this lovely dream, this man in love with you, and oh, you so in love in the dream. Ooh, Lord, hallelujah, y'all got it going on. You better wake up and rebuke that mess. Because what they do is, it's true. When Jesus said in Genesis that the man and the woman would become one, he was talking the marital bed. You become one. So in your dreams, if something is trying to connect with you that way, you better rebuke it because what happens is you take on the nature. You take on the nature of that. And that is called, I, I know you're looking at me like, where in the world is she going? It, it's real. It's called uh, negative soul ties. Okay? That's what that's called. So the devil is not more powerful than God. He will never take over heaven. He will never be the most high God, even though he's not going to learn it until the very, very end when the Lord cast him the false prophets, the antichrist, the demons into uh, hell. Amen? The lake of fire. All right? So, let's go. I want to show you something interesting. Go to Psalms 34. Okay, thank you. Thank you. 
Wait a minute. Did we? Wait a minute. Wait just a minute. Did we finish that? 103 and 20. Wait a minute. Let me finish that, please. Go back to Psalms 103:20. Thank you. This is a study this morning. Amen. Amen. We're here to learn about the angels because they are part of the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. They're in the household of faith just like we are. And we shouldn't abuse them, nor think we have power to control them. So it says 103, Psalms 103:20, bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening to the voice of his word. Whose word do they hearken to? Whose word do they hearken to? So what word should be, uh-oh, uh-oh, declaration. Uh-oh. So when we do the declarations, which is the word of God, what do they do? They move out on whose word? Yeah. When you're quoting the scriptures and putting the word in your atmosphere for healing and prosperity and protection, whose word are they going to hearken on? God's word. So if you don't know no word, they won't be what? Yeah. Yes, Lord. Verse 21. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his host. Ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. You, do you see how he set it up? Everything that has breath ought to be blessing the Lord, including the angels. Tasha. Psalms 34. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says, in all thy getting, get an understanding. Amen. All right. Psalms 34, verse 7. Now, I want you to listen to this real good. It says, the angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him and delivered them. Do you see that? Amen. Who encamps around about us? Amen. The who? Amen. Who are they working for? Not you. They work, for, they work for God for us. They work for God for us. Come on now. And the Bible says they encamp round about them that fear him. That do what? Listen at this real good because this is the word of God. It says those people, those believers who reverence God, who reverence God, who stand in awe of God, who respect God, they got good protection. Ta-da. Say, I'm protected. protected. Say, the angel of the Lord Lord is encamped around about me because I fear him. him. And they deliver me. me. That's why the devil hadn't been able to do what he wants to do to you. Because the angels are there. God's presence is there to do what? To deliver us. You don't need to put a picture up of angels and statues in your house. Honey, you need to get that out of there. And I'm going to show you in Exodus, you better hurry up and do it quick. Everything in the Bible works by what? Faith, 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 
What is faith? It is a strong conviction that what God has promised, he's able to perform. Amen. Say, God can keep me. God can keep me. Go to Psalm 68. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hey, hey. Psalm 68 and 17. Psalm 68, 17. And it says, the chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands of what? Angels. Okay? The Lord is among them. Listen at this. The Lord is among them as in Sinai in the holy place. Do you see that? Do you see that? What is this saying? When the Lord came down on Mount Sinai in the book of Exodus, he brought with him 20,000, even thousands of angels. Why? Because they accompany him. Okay? His, his chariot, if you go back to the book of Ezekiel, his chariot is, is moved by cherubims. Okay? His, his You're good. Thank you. Thank you. His chariot is moved, I'm going to try to, okay, these are the cherubims, okay, these are cherubims, but I want to show you something, these are the cherubs that move the throne of God, okay, so angels are servants to the most high God, he created them, he created them to serve him. But I want you to see something. Can you see those wheels right there? <laughs> so they move the chariot of God. That's why they're great in strength. Okay? They, they move the chariot of God. And they take the wheels. The wheels don't move. They move. There are wheels, but they move them. And the Bible says they go straight this way, straight that away, straight, straight, straight. Everything is, they go straight. Uh -huh. Holy, 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 Lord. Holy. He holy. God is a holy God. Oh, we ain't talking about you. Stop shaking. God is holy. that word it frightens me well you should be holy Amen. set apart Amen. set apart so the chariots of God are 20,000 even thousands of angels and the Lord is among them that's what it's talking about he sits on the chariot but they move the chariot God is in the midst of them so basically when God came down on Mount Sinai his throne came down and the angels were with him. It's called a holy place. Go to Matthew 26. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So we're not serving some weak, watered-down God. Amen. Hello? Amen. Your faith needs to be in his word. He's real. God is his word. We're not serving some watered-down God. He died on the cross for us because he subjected himself to that for our sins. He's not weak. Don't, don't, do not get it. 
turned around. Oh, no. He knew exactly what he was doing. He allowed them to kill him for our sins. He allowed himself to be subjected to evil men and evil people, to the devil, because he had a plan. And his plan worked. He brought many sons and daughters to glory. Hey, Lord, he's healing time. Yes, Lord. Matthew 26, verse 47. Okay, verse 47. Matthew 26, 47. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and starves from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same as he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And behold, one of them which were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest and smote off his ear. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Then said Jesus unto him, put up again thy sword into his place. For all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Hmm? All these people out here who are big and bad, they're not using those guns for protection. They're using them to be big and bad. And the Bible says everybody that live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword. Yeah, here showing these guns and, and swinging them all around and you trying to scare people. Guess what? That's why folk getting shot up. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. He says they're going to perish with the sword. 53rd verse. He says, thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels? But how then shall the scriptures be fulfilled that thus it must be? Do you see what Jesus said? Jesus said, you coming out here with knives and straws against me? He says, all I have to do is pray to my father. And he will send 12 legions of angels to deliver me. That's 36,000 to 72,000 angels. They would have whooped them good. It wouldn't have been nothing left with 36,000 angels to 72,000. But here's what really got me. I, I want to show this to you. I just, I laughed. I said, oh, God, you are something. He says, let's read it again. Matthew 26, 53. And Jesus says, Thinkest thou that I cannot now? Somebody say, underline the word now. Yeah. Underlined it. He says, I can pray right now to my father. Look at this. And he shall presently. <laughs> he, he says presently. He didn't say tomorrow. He didn't say in the morning. He said this day. He said presently. Meaning it, it's going to happen right now if I do it. Amen. Now faith. Now faith 
is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of what you cannot see. Presently, right now, you can pray to God and he will send the angels. My God, my God, my God, my God. See, we have, we, the Bible says we've been given uh, peace with God. Therefore, uh, being justified uh, by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom also we have access by faith into this grace where we stand in hopes of the glory of God. Look at him. We in the dough. We in the kingdom. And presently, right now, if we ask God the Father to help us, he will send angels. Not you commanding them. You got to go through God. They obey God. <laughs> hey, you got to know the word. Shine for me, Anna. You got to know the word. It's healing time. Yes, Lord. Presently. I just leaped up. I said, oh, God, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Not in the morning. Not another day. Come back tomorrow. Come back another day. No. Present. Somebody say right now. Go to Revelation 5. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody say, he's a right now God. And if I call on him, he'll answer. The saints used to sing, if I call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. If I call him like I need him, he will answer prayer. If I call him Jesus, Jesus, he will answer prayer. If I call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. If I call him like I need him, Jesus, 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 he will answer prayer. I'm going to call on Jesus. I'm not going to call on no angel. I'm not going to, hey, hey. I'm not calling Michael. I'm not calling Gabriel. I'm calling Jesus. We worship Jesus, who is God. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We serve a powerful God. But the naysayers and the backsliders and the sinners, come on, and the haters of God and the haters of the cross and the haters of the word, they have watered down our God. But our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is a powerful God. He's a mighty God. And if he allows me to go through something, it's only because he's working out something in me. If, he, if he's allowing something to go on, it's because he's working out something in me. Because he want me better. 
He want me stronger. I'll tell you, I'll show you what I mean. I'll show you what I mean. That angel did not come to minister to the Lord until after his 40 days in the wilderness. He did not come before. The Bible says after he had been tempted, after the devil tempted him and tried him and proved him, then the devil left him and angels came and ministered unto him. They will come and minister to you after a fierce battle. After a fierce battle. <laughs> they will come and minister unto you. Twelve legion. Presently, the devil didn't take all the angels. The devil did not take all the angels. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Yeah, mama, 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 Yeah, mama, 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 that's why he told Pilate, you could do nothing except it was given from heaven that you could do what you're doing. Okay, same with you. The devil can't do nothing unless the Lord say, okay, I give you permission, but you can't do this, this, and this. Revelation chapter 5, verse 11. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Y'all hear that? This is around the throne. This is around the throne of God. And they're saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Whew. That's, that's a lot, isn't it? 10,000 times 10,000. What is that, 20,000? And then thousands of thousands. Come on. And they all saying, 
the same thing. Worthy is the lamb. Come on, let's, let's just join in with them. Come on, let's read verse 12 together, starting at worthy. Come on. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Wait a minute, hold it, hold it. Woo. I hear you, Lord. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. I hear you. Come on, come on. I want you to understand when I say we're going to read this and we're going to join in, we honestly are joining in. Honestly, hey, 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 your Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Father, this is 411 South Broad Street signing in with the heavenly host to worship you. Let's sign in. Let's start it worthy again. Worthy is the Lamb. That was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hey! Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, and you don't have to wait till Sunday morning to do this. You can be at home at your altar and open up this scripture and join in and give him glory and give him praise and honor him because we are in the kingdom as well. Ah. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord, I bless you today. I bless you today. I bless you today. I honor you today. I honor you today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Hallelujah. 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 I hear the Holy Ghost saying, what sense does it make to belong to a kingdom and we know nothing about it? What sense does it make to belong to a kingdom and we don't even know how to worship God in the kingdom with the angels and the host and the uh, beast and the elders. Shine for me, shine for me, shine for me. See, I heard the Holy Ghost say, this is what is meant by he inhabits the praise of his people. Hello, when the praises go up, uh-huh. Yeah, blessings come down. Here's one of the blessings. You get to engulf in the atmosphere of the kingdom realm. <laughs> healing in your shine, Anna. There's a healing in your shine. 
don't know about you, but I just want to, let me, wait a minute. I just want to bask in it. I just want to bask in it. I'm not driving the car. I'm not trying to clean up the house. Hello, you're not at the job. You're in the house of God. Yes, Lord. There is the order, Anna. You got it. It's in. It's in now. You got the order now. You got it. You got it. Come on, let's go. Let's go now. You got it. You got it. Uh huh. Let's go. Let's go. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You want the heavenly presence at your altar, in your home. You start worshiping the Lord at your house. You start worshiping him. Worshiping him for the king and God and redeemer and savior and lamb that he is. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are supposed to be having heaven on earth. Yes, we do. We represent the kingdom in the earth. God is the representative in the heavens. We should be having heaven in the earth. Now, I can't take heaven everywhere. Because, I mean, I can't just give it to everybody because everybody don't want it. But I can take that atmosphere everywhere I go. Everybody don't want it, but I can take the atmosphere everywhere I go. Mm, I like that. I like that. Everywhere I go, I'm going to take the atmosphere of the kingdom of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 I will never forget. I had prayed and prayed and prayed. Oh, Lord, we need things. We need things, Lord. We, we need things. We, we need. And I had prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And so, this particular night, and I knew he represented the angelical presence, and my dad came to me, 
and I was in a house looking out of a window, and he was standing on the outside of the window. And he came to me, and he, he didn't come in the house. He stood at the window, and he says, I know where your blessings are. He says, and I'm going to go and get them. You see how it works? I was praying to Jesus. I was praying to Jesus, not to angels. I was praying to Jesus, and Jesus sent an angelical being. Now, I know you're sitting there, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Because when we, just a little bit, and I'm not going to go there, but when we drop off this flesh, you become total spirit. Anyway, that's another. And so he told me, he says, come go with me. And we went down the street and round the corner and down, and we came to a house. And he said, there it is. And I looked in, and all these people were sitting around. I'm talking about there were televisions, clothes, uh, money, food, diamond. I mean, I'm being honest. I say, what? And the Lord said, I mean, and, the, and, and, the, and the, my dad said, he said, there's your stuff. He says, but I'm going to get it for you. And I woke up. Months after that, we had a major breakthrough. And I knew that Jesus has sent the angels to deliver what rightfully belonged to us. But don't you understand? It, it also lines up with what when uh, Daniel was praying. I'm just trying to give you an example. You know what I'm saying? I, but the Lord just brought that to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God. It's like Daniel was praying the 21 days, and the angel says, I was on my way with the answer, but I got held up, but I'm here now. Daniel wasn't praying to the angel. He was praying to God, but God sent an angel with what? The answer. Because you know we can't physically fight the devil. You do understand. He's... He's a fallen angel, okay, but yet an old serpent, meaning he knows these things. He, we, we can't fight against him, but the angels of the Lord can fight against him. Who had all that stuff that we needed? The devil. And who else? His angels. So it took another angel from the kingdom to go and bring our stuff. But we don't, we can't pray long. Oh, we pray like children. One eye on the clock and one eye on the word. Is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is it time? No, just pray. Stop asking God, is it time? Just keep praying. Keep praying until he sends you an answer. I promise you, we had a major breakthrough. And I knew. I said, oh, my Lord. We need angels. We need the angels. But we're going to have to go through God. We're going to have to go through Jesus. He commands them. 
He sends them. They're his helpers to help us. Yeah, I did not bring my dream book. And there's a word in there that I will not mess up because I had a prophetic visitation from angels while I was away. And when they speak, sometimes God will send a, he sends heavenly language that he interprets. And so I, I can remember the last part of the name, but I can't remember the first, so I apologize. I will bring it next Sunday uh, about this visitation that God gave me to give to the congregation. Amen? Amen. Angels are real, but we don't serve angels. We don't serve angels. We serve Jesus Christ. We don't worship angels. We worship Jesus Christ. We worship God himself. We don't plead angels. We don't command. No, we, the way you command God is you give him his word. You declare his word back to him. You declare his word back to him. He's still God. He still deserves respect. Yes, 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 yes now. It's a yes, Anna. You got a yes. I'm going to give you a yes. I'm going to give you a yes. <laughs> I'm going to give you a yes. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Where did angels come from? Go to Colossians chapter 1. Where did they come from? Let's go to Colossians. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm getting so drunk in the spirit. I have got to, oh, Lord. The spirit is, is on so heavy. I love it. I love, don't worry, I'm going to let you go home. I know you got to go. I'm enjoying myself. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. It says, for by him were all things created that are in heaven. Did y'all see that? And that are where? In the earth, visible and invisible. Whether there be thrones or dominions, or principalities, or powers, all things were created by him, and what? For him. So the, the angels were, were created by God for God. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Go to Hebrews chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 1, and please look at verse 13. Okay. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who should be heirs of salvation? Somebody say the angels are spirits. But they can take on a human form. One day, you and I 
will be just like them. Okay? Go to Luke 20. One day, not today. Uh-huh. I don't nobody get offended at what I'm about to read. We get don't get offended. It's just the word of God. My Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to show you something. One day we're going to be just like them. Okay, I'm going to show you how. Luke 20. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 34. All right. Luke 20, 34, and it says, And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage. But they which, now listen at this, look at the wording. But they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage, neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels. Y'all see that? Do you see that? So when we get those new resurrected bodies, those new glorified bodies, once that rapture takes place and God changes us, it says we won't die anymore. We won't, we won't have a need for companionship that way anymore. Then everybody will be considered as family, brothers and sisters, saints of the Most High God, brothers, sisters, he says uh, they're not given, they're not marrying nor given in marriage. Neither do they die anymore because they become equal to the angels. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? We won't have to worry about death anymore. We won't have to worry about sickness and disease anymore. We won't have to worry about growing old anymore. And the thing about it is, don't sit there talking about, well, that's then. It's going to happen soon. Are you not looking for Jesus to return? Will you just stay here at KSL? (laughs) I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be gone. I don't know. You can't see it. The only joy is Jesus. The only joy in this world is Jesus, his word, his name, his blood, his power in our lives, his kingdom in our lives. You don't see it. Well, well, look what he says. I like this. He says, not only are they going to be equal unto the angels, watch this. And then he says, and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. This is part of that resurrection life. This is that new life. Hello. We won't be children in the flesh anymore. No, we're going to be children totally of God, equal with the angels, children of the resurrection. We would have been resurrected from this sinful world and this sinful flesh. I'm going to preach it anyway. 
Oh, I'm going to preach. You ain't got to worry about me. I'm staying right where I am and going higher. Because there's nothing here. And thank God I'm not so heavenly minded. I'm no earthly good. I got up this morning. God helped me to dress myself. I brushed my teeth. I washed my face. You know, I smell good. I, I drove the car. Hello. I put the keys in the ignition. Hello. Answered the telephone. Cleared out my phone. Answered. Yeah. Because I'm learning how to be a spirit being with God in me in a natural world. Get up, baby. Get up. You got to get up. 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 Get up now. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Ooh. 37 verse. Now that the dead are raised, even Moses showed at the bush when he called it the Lord, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. For he is not a God of the dead, but of the living. For all live unto him. For if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in your mortal bodies. This is what Romans says. Romans 8. He says, for if the spirit of Christ uh -huh, dwell. That, he says, for if the spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in your mortal bodies. Uh, the spirit is life because of righteousness, but the body is, is dead because of sin. Uh -huh. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. It shall also quicken. Now, it's going to quicken your mortal body. What does quicken mean? Make alive. Make alive. I'm living because of Christ. My body is already dead because of the flesh and sin. But I got life because of Christ in me. You got life because of Christ in you. Shine for me. Shine for me. Shine for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Song say, I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. Song says, I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. Song say, I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. Me. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to do this one, and this is going to be it. Uh, go to Genesis 18. Genesis 18. And then we're going to close. Thank you for your word today, Lord. Thank you for your word. 
Thank you for your word. Genesis 18. Amen. And we're going to look at verse 1. And the Lord appeared. <laughs> Is that in your Bible? You know God is a spirit, right? Just want you, I'm just trying to line it up. The Bible says God is a spirit. Angels are spirits. But here it says, and the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of memory, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. Is that in your Bible? And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and, comf and comfort your hearts. After that, you shall pass on, for therefore are you come to your servant. And they said, so do as thou hast said. Wait a minute. The Lord appeared. And Abraham said, let me get some water and some bread. And the Lord appeared. And three men, three men. And sixth verse, and Abraham hastened unto the tent unto Sarah and said, make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. Is that in your Bible? And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf, tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hastened to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. And the Lord appeared. And three men. So they have the capability, once they appear, they take on that human look, but they can eat. They can eat meat, bread, they can drink. My, my, my. So when you get that glorified body, stop being afraid. You're going to be able to eat and talk and speak and, 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 and go from one place to another once you get the glorified body. See, everybody right now that has left this earth and is in the presence of God, they're consciously aware of God. They don't have the body yet. They can consciously go and do and move. But they can't, they don't have the body yet. <laughs> oh, I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know if I can spend all eternity just floating on a cloud. Baby, you ain't going to be floating on no cloud. We're going to have church. Oh, and some of y'all are going to be, I don't think you're going to be there. Because we're going to have church. We got to get up and go to church. <laughs> you don't come to church now. We're going to have church because the Bible says we're going to meet in the great congregation 
And Jesus will be the preacher, and he's going to teach us the things we've always wanted to know. He's going to pull and show us mysteries. No, 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 Look at verse 9. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women, meaning she was past having children. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time of pernit, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Notice how Jesus does everything in seasons and times. You study this Bible, you find out his way. He does everything in seasons and times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, nay, but thou didst laugh. <laughs> and the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall, bless, shall be blessed in him? For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. And that was to make him the father of many nations. I just wanted, we're going to stop there because we're getting over into the last message. Um, just want to show you that angels can take on a human form. And that angels are real and they are here. They're here today. They have gone nowhere. And when we pray to Jesus, he sends us angels. Amen. Give the Lord a hand praise.